You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 221 for December 28th, 2018. This week, we talk about purging social media accounts, cheeses of the week, buying adult furniture, new holiday traditions, things we've been baking, and our Drag Race update. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Uh, Merry Chris- Christmas. Cri- crisis. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. It's another year of this shit. <laughs> True <laughs> that, honey. That's my song for, not this shit is in the podcast, this shit is in America. Hashtag America. Hashtag America. You know? Hashtag America. Government's currently shut down. How's your Casual. You know. Casual. Casual. You know. I mean, like it's probably doing just as federal well. federal workers, you know. Mm-hmm. Without but it's okay, right Trump says, because most of them are Democrats. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where he was going with that. Anywho. He's how stupid. are you? How's your holiday? My holiday was good. I'm currently recording from a dungeon below my parents' house. So if you hear this really crickety, rickety chair, let me give you an example. Ooh. Can you hear that? So creaky. It's like I'm fucking my chair. Um, so apologies for that also. Um, so things are going to sound a little different from my end. But no, I'm I'm hanging out with my folks. I'm going back to my to my dungeon in Missoula on Friday. Um, but yeah, no, I had a really great holiday. What about you? You had It was just you and Piggy hanging out, waiting for Justin to come home. And oh, yeah. Did he make it or did his plane crash into the abyss? Uh, it did not. Uh, wouldn't that be so awkward if it had, though? I'd be like, ooh. Ooh. Yeah, because we, totally, we would totally be doing the podcast if that happened. You know? <laughs> um, my Christmas was okay. We talked about it last week. This is my first Christmas alone. But on Christmas morning, I video called in with my parents. I, then uh, I video called in with Justin's family. So mm-hmm. I got to watch the kids open their presents and stuff. And I got to watch Tegan get his Nintendo Switch. <gasps> oh, my God. I know. It's so cute because it's like that's the age I was when I got my NES mm. you know and it's like wow this is his first console oh my he's God. getting for a ho- you know for and a then holiday. you're gonna ruin it for him by kicking his ass and smash well I gave him that Daisy Amiibo and he's like what can I use this with and I'm like oh shit I should have given it to you after <laughs> the switch you didn't really think it through <laughs> did you I'm like you just put it by your bed and pray to it every night <laughs> it's, like the, um, it's like the Virgin Mary only it's Daisy exactly uh, what was the question how was my oh yeah justin made it home he got home at 11 40 p.m and uh i posted a video on my instagram story of uh justin walking in and piggy just lost his shit i mean i guess we know who the favorite dad is well i mean anybody leaves for six days you know and piggy any dog's excited when anyone leaves for six days and comes back yeah yeah oh poor Um, piggy he had a just or uh, Piggy was fine. He slept with me that whole mm-hmm. time. He doesn't usually get to sleep in our bed, but when Big Daddy's gone, he gets to sleep with little daddy. Oh. Did he and shit in the bed? It. Uh no. Well, that's a good but dog. But there then. were a couple nights he was like fuzzy. He didn't really understand like why he wasn't in his bed. And he could have gone to his bed. It was very confusing for him. It was a It was very time. confusing. And he, his allergies. So like he would wake up. He wakes up like two or three times a night really mm-hmm. itchy and it sucks. Well, Better, here's, you know. here's to 2019. Piggy's allergies finally getting fucking fixed, you know? I know, right? He's, he gets one more allergy shot at the vet. That'll mm-hmm. complete his initial thing of four. Mm-hmm. And then they'll all be at home. You can hear he's found a squeaky toy. He's fine. 
I mean, you know, it's it's after Christmas. It's chaotic around every household, you know. Oh, it's honey. whatever. He got so many toys. He's, you know. Spoiled, spoiled little doggy. Spoiled little doggy. Well, how was your X-Mass morning? My X-Mass morning was good. It was, I was also, we talked about this last week, that my sister was kind of in your situation. She, this was the first time that she hadn't gone home. She was hanging out with her right. boyfriend. Um, and she video called us on Christmas. But it was the sort of thing where, like, she was, you know, feeling pretty sad about it, like, a, like a, a week beforehand. Mm-hmm. And, and she was, you know, upset. And she was like, oh, like, I really want to spend it with you guys and whatever. But once, like, the holiday show shenanigans started kicking in with her um, with her boyfriend's family and she started being more preoccupied it became a lot better for her um, yeah she just be- she got a lot more busy and so like I didn't hear I only heard from her like once on Christmas and then she was texting a little bit but she was busy like hanging out with you know her her uh, boyfriend's little nephew and hanging out with their family and doing a bunch of you know like they were they played board games and apparently they spoiled her and they got her lots of presents and so she had a really really good time and that's kind of what we were worried about is we were like oh well we hope that she you know has a good time and isn't like super homesick this is the first time in like 28 years that she's like never been with us home at christmas and so she had a we were more concerned about her than we were concerned about us like it was we were totally fine actually we were good we had our own shit that we were up to we went to my old grandparents house i saw some extended family members i didn't have an anxiety attack i feel like i've gotten better with that over time i feel like i don't know if it's just because that i've given a shit about what people think or i stopped giving a shit about what extended or what I assume my extended family thinks of me because it's just like catastrophizing or if it's just like it gets better with age I don't know maybe it's my medication that's working oh honey mine's know. gotten worse with age well I feel like that you the like over the past couple of years you've just like you've flown right into panic attack mode oh and, yeah like, depression has like kind of leveled out with meds mm-hmm. and then like you know panic disorder has set in interesting because like I definitely yeah. have noticed this has come up more and more with you oh yeah oh, but yeah. I, I I don't remember I, I couldn't remember if you were just like masking this before or if, or if it like uh, didn't affect you nearly as much like years beforehand if this is like a new thing I just never you. left the house for like three years I mean you know? is, is your anxiety like, brought do. on by leaving the house kind of, it's it, it's like it seems to be centered kind of around travel and things I can't control so mm. if I have to get in a, a lift like I freak out because if the temperature's not right <laughs> oh yeah we know <laughs> I'm gonna get sick I'm gonna mm-hmm. get car sick I have to deal with piggy in the car I have to you know do a million things and I just freak out and it's always well it's not always fine but uh, you know I'm, I'm not dead <laughs> That's at least the, you're not dead. See, you know, yeah, look, at, look at the bright thing. side. The bright side of the end of 2018 is at least I didn't die this year. Maybe at next year, but die. not this year, you know? Well, so. I'm glad to hear that your sister uh, had a good Christmas, had a good yeah, holiday she, season. Yeah, she had a good ho- holiday season. And then I think um, we're going to fly over to Portland at the end of January or something. We haven't really decided and kind of have like a second Christmas with them. Instead of like shipping presents back and forth, we're just going to like take our presents with us and they're going to keep their presents for us over there and we're gonna have like a miniature christmas or whatever a little celebration with them when we have the chance to see them and so i think that'll be nice just to you know kind of our start our own little tradition but apparently next year she's coming back over here because they're gonna like switch off and on i don't know how how couples do holidays especially with when you like your family like i understand oh, like dating someone who's like i want to date someone who's estranged from their family so we can always spend the holidays with mine because i love my family but i can't like 
I can't imagine splitting up the holidays. Like, it just sounds like a fucking mess. Well, it sucks because, like, for the first time in, like, maybe my life, I feel, like, fulfilled in various different areas. Like, with Justin's family and my family. And, you know, I want to see the kids open their presents, but I want to be with my parents for the holidays. And Hillary's married now, and, you know, they are trying to figure out what they're doing, and we're trying to figure out what we're doing. And it's not easy because everyone lives in different states. and. You know, just the the solution here is to just is to start a huge riff in your family and then be excommunicated. Everyone just stay at home. Yeah, everyone stay at home. So everyone misses each other equally and no one gets to like relieve that. Yeah, everyone make sure everyone's holiday season sucks. So it's even out. You know, I do got to say like it's we talked about it, how like my family's kind of in that transition Mm -hmm. stage of like, I don't like they don't really even know what they're doing for Christmas. You know, they went to a Chinese restaurant this year. And so oh, really, oh, my God, are they yeah. Jewish? Look at that. I know it was a very Jewish thing for them to do. Uh, mm-hmm. No, it was just like 20 of my relatives showed up at the Chinese restaurant on Christmas. And honestly, I don't think I mind thing. that at all. That sounds Chinese food. On no, Christmas I mean, great. you know, grandma can't really cook anymore. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's it was a way for everybody to get together and still get to eat and talk and whatever. And you hate everybody. At least there's Chinese food. You hate everyone, but at least there's Chinese food. That makes sense. But like you were talking about, it, it's transitional periods happen in where you kind of have to like drop old traditions because they don't work anymore and start new ones. And it's always weird. Like it's always awkward because it's like yeah. different than it used to be. But I don't know. I'm glad that you and Piggy had a good time together. I'm glad Piggy got to sleep in your bed. Oh, my God. I remember when I got to sleep in my parents' bed when I was like 17 or whatever. And I used to watch I Love Lucy <laughs> on the TV. Um, I remember when I slept in your dad's bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of my my gay dad um i he had a very wonderful um christmas we got him a sound bar you know what is what these sound bars are for tvs he had this like oh really, yeah we've got one in the bedroom he he had this really old um home theater setup from like 1999 that hasn't been plugged in in years and the tv they have downstairs in their living room just the sound wasn't very good and he was he's the type of person where like my my mom already bought this soundbar for him like uh, under my my recommend my recommendation and then a couple weeks before christmas he's like you know what i could really need a soundbar and so he starts researching soundbars my mom's like if you buy yourself a fucking soundbar i'm gonna divorce you because you don't know that i bought you a fucking soundbar he's that type Uh-oh. of person where he like figures out or he, he didn't figure out that we bought him a soundbar but he like he he wants something and starts searching it searching for it himself like at the most inconvenient time when there's like it's literally already wrapped upstairs under the tree for you like hold your fucking horses so he was very excited about a sound bar that he got um but i i digress to my dad being gay um we went to mary queen of scots that movie with uh saoirse ronan and margot robbie the other night and it was you know so what? good like take a few vowels out of your name okay sir sir chevron is that how you say it i yeah. call her sauron <laughs> sauron saruman yeah she's I see an S and R and an N, honey, and it's Lord of the Rings to me. Okay, Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. it. I mean, it makes sense. I'm sure it's like a traditional name. Okay, I was about to say it sounds like Welsh or Irish or something. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was very good. If you like, um, like old like English theater pieces, and it was actually it was surprisingly very feminist and very gay. Like there, there's some there's some homosexuality in this movie, and I was I was very pleased. Um, but I was also very surprised. But it was good. Uh, there there was like a packed theater in my conservative little town, and uh, everyone seemed to enjoy it. But um. 
yeah, no, I had, had a good Christmas. Glad you had a good Christmas. Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about really quick. Apparently, um, this time of year is the time to do Twitter cleanses. And also, there's an Instagram oh my God. update. And I, I had don't, an I don't... article about that, too. Oh, my God. Well, I'll, I'll let you go into it then, because oh. I don't know much about it. Um, Twitter cleanses? Mm. Well, I just read this article on The Verge that was like, this is the year of deleted tweets, and it listed off all these celebrities and people who like got really big, and then people dug into their past Twitter tweets. Love and that. And they like, ruined them. Mm-hmm. Which... I have mixed feelings about. Same. I think it's a case-by-case basis, honestly. I feel like there's a difference um, between... I mean, I don't know. People People grow and, like, cancellation culture is, like, not for people growing and changing their opinions about things. Sorry, I'm gassy. But also, it's like, there's also situations when a person is just, like, a really shitty person and is, like, actually hasn't changed. Yeah. But it's, like, it's and a they're like, It's like a... They're shitty and, like, you know, they're still shitty. And yeah, it's they're just still shitty like and they're preserved. just trying to cover their tracks. But, like, those of us... My 11th... Twitter told me today, today is my 11th Twitter anniversary, 11th year. That's Twitter triggering, honestly. That's too and long. The longest relationship you've ever been in. Yeah. Well, besides YouTube, uh, it's the longest relationship, online relationship, probably. Wow. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I don't want to see my past tweets. Like, I want to do a Twitter cleanse. There are those right? sites that will, like, purge all your whatevers. Mm-hmm. Like, Twitter's meant to be, it's a spur of the moment thing. And none, not that it necessarily should be, you know, mm-hmm. like, you really should not spout out every thought that comes into your mind but sometimes we do sometimes and we do we're not necessarily proud of all the things we've said we don't agree oh with everything like if i could go back and sit sit down with myself five years ago i'd be like you gotta stop this shit you gotta stop this <laughs> shit and this shit and this here's shit. the list here's the list of everything you need to stop doing before it ruins you it's gonna fucking ruin your life you gotta snap out of this shit and take some antidepressants honey oh honey and oh honey guzzle them down like, bitch it's just it's just a mess that that we grow up online now is mm-hmm. just a disaster for everybody. Well, the thing is, is like, I can't imagine someone. I mean, I don't know. When I first got my Twitter, I was like 15. And like, I am a totally different person than I was 10 years ago. Like completely. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I don't know. And there's there's evidence of that. And so I don't know. I, the the. I think what what I want to do eventually oh. is you can you can go to your Twitter settings and you can have you can download all of your data, including yes, all of your all yes. your past tweets. And I feel like what I want to do is I want to have an archive of all of my tweets just for me and then purge my Twitter and like delete everything that isn't within the past couple years. So I yeah, have I mean, all of I've those memories of my, of my problematic tweets from like, you know, between the last 10 years or so. But it's not out in public for everyone to see to like use against me in the future or whatever well and they weird? just don't make sense anymore right like you exactly. go to someone's tweets twi- i mean for one twitter's changed how you reply to people right yeah and like, there, there the weren't people... like replies for right. years and like half of people have like changed their username so like the replies are broken or mm-hmm. you know stuff like that and also twitter is is present yes it's meant to be present there are jokes we make that don't follow through now you know and i think like having like at the end of every year just deleting that year and starting new sounds like a really great fucking idea yeah just like a year to year twitter we're like yeah catch me what i'm doing no reason yeah i've never wanted to go back and like look at read my tweets never there's there's a thing there's this thing what's it called time hop i think it it like it plugs into 
media, oh, your, your Facebook or your uh-uh. Twitter. Uh-uh. And I, I know so many people that are so into that. And I'm like, honey, I've been, I've seen demons through my years yeah. that I do not want to look at ever again. Like I, that, like thinking of time hop like, gives me an anxiety with attack. your exes yeah, and like, like photos like of people you hate now. And you're yeah. just like, oh my God, I don't like, that's so cringy. Opinions that you had five years ago that you're like, oh dear God, no. Yeah, Bad jokes I that didn't land. It. Shit like that. That's just like, this is just a recipe for disaster. But I know there's like, it's usually normies. It's usually people who are like on, I feel like a lot of people use time hop for Facebook, but I feel like it plugs into both Facebook and Twitter. Don't quote me on that because God knows I've never actually used it. But uh, there are people that love that. And I'm like, God, I just want to I I would rather wipe my brain completely after every year so I don't have to remember any of oh my this God. shit. You Eternal know? sunshine of the sportless mind. Uh, love a sportless mind. But like, love you know, it. that sort of ugh, time hop just scares me because I'm like, I do oh, not yeah. want to know what I was thinking five years ago because I'm sure it was awful. No, I don't want to know what I was thinking yesterday. Mm-hmm. And like, thank God I have a bad short term memory because I don't. Yep. Who are you? You know, who? Who? Where am I? I? Every morning. Every morning, I'm like, hmm, here I am, Every stuck morning. in this hellhole on earth yet again. Who am I? And then God Piggy has relinquished me face. from this world. Oh, Lord. Um, well, speaking I've of, been... Oh. oh, go on, go on. Oh, I was just, I was going to tie this into, speaking of Twitter purges, Joe and I were talking a little bit before we were doing the podcast today about, like, sometimes you end up following way too many people, and, like, yeah. what's the... And so, so it, hypothetically, um, if Ooh. Twitter didn't have a mute function, which is very a very great function for Twitter... Twitter. So you can like follow people just for the courtesy and then not have to listen to them. It's like saying, hey, you know, it's it's like ghosting someone basically only on Twitter. Um, But if there wasn't a mute feature and you had to look at every tweet of every person that you did follow, what do you think that your maximum limit of follow of people that you would follow be on Twitter? I think I, I follow, follow like 10 people. I think I'd follow like 10 people. Like 10 people. Like, yeah. Legit. I have I probably have. And like, I'm so sorry if I follow you and I have you muted. It's not because I don't care about you. Is that I don't care what you have to say. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I care about you Mm -hmm. as a person, but I don't necessarily enjoy what you say on the internet. Yeah, I don't care about you that much, just at like a a surface level. Well, and I'm also in... I've fallen into this predicament since I got verified. I'm verified on Twitter, by the way. Um, Other, like, prominent gay people, like gay writers whatever they mm-hmm. all find each other who are verified and they'll follow you and they like expect the follow back what and so it's like yeah Ugh, like gays. porn stars like uh writer gay writers and stuff and uh, most of the like most of the time i don't know who they are but i'll look at them look at their stuff and be like oh they're really cool that's awesome and so i feel obligated to follow them back but i don't know them well enough to really give a shit about what they say or think daily exactly and so i mute them so mm-hmm. i've got all of these people i follow who are courtesy follows and they're like big in their own little circles but but it's like i think like you, i think well, what you're doing is cool but i don't care yeah really and i don't even really want the baggage anymore i don't mm-hmm. i think i think i'm gonna do well as we were uh setting up for the podcast i was unfollowing mass people <laughs> a mass the mass, mass unfollow a mass unfollow just people who i've had muted for like so many years that i was mm-hmm. like i don't know who this is why am i following this person and whatever and and sometimes you know i'll see them and i'll be like oh that's cool i remember that person they're really cool but i don't 
necessarily want to have that connection anymore. Like it's right. Uh, like my Instagram feed, I don't follow people who post selfies. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. And that's like a lot of my really good friends. Yeah, do you know I, what I, I mean. Know. I feel like I, feel, I don't do selfies. I feel like I don't do them. There's two Instagrams. I feel like there's two Instagram worlds. There's the Instagram world of people that post selfies all the time, and then there's everyone else. And that they're they're like there's a big divide for me when I was on Instagram yeah. like 150,000 years ago because there like I've talked about before there were a lot less people posting selfies and more people posting like a shitty picture of a flower which I appreciate way more than seeing your face every single day popping up on my feed it's like honey I don't even well, like, I, I don't want to see people, people that I like. like yeah I know what you look like I don't need to be like, reminded I, I wanna, every day I want to see what you're seeing I want to see how you're seeing the world yeah not like a filter on your face and I really know what you look like you know I just I want to see through your lens not your face I've I think I've been so I've been pretty tight with my Instagram feed so tight. although you can you can mute people on Instagram now oh you can mute their stories or their posts or both mm-hmm. so um I've gotten a little lenient with it gotcha. but I think I've been playing fast and loose with Twitter oh honey fast and, and loose I've been playing to, fast and loose with Twitter for years time it's to, time to narrow it down time to reel her in and I apologize if you're listening to this and I've unfollowed you it does not mean I I don't like you it just means that i'm tailoring what i would like to see on the internet mm-hmm. and you're not <laughs> and you're not it so you didn't make the cut sorry <laughs> it's not personal cut, yeah it's really not it's mm-hmm. really not and it's so crazy that we take it so personally because i remember talking in a past podcast about um an old friend unfollowing me on twitter and it right? was like it like hit me yeah, but, it's like, oh, wow, I, I'm offended. But now you're like, yeah. I just need to not take this shit personally. It's Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. That was old me. Now I'm like, so like vibe. You Ugh, know? That was so 2000 and late, you know, I'm going through my follow my the people I'm following right now. And I feel like f- at least 50% of the people that I am following that aren't muted haven't tweeted in a long like these are old, you know, old accounts that people have abandoned. Like, I, I feel like a lot of this, I would not even feel any sort of guilt just scrubbing away. And there's a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot I just of don't follow. They don't need to follow anymore. I just unfollowed four people while you were saying that thought. Honestly, and those four people better be me. All four of them. <laughs> You Are know? you and all of your weird <laughs> alternate accounts, honey? <laughs> all my six hundred and fifty alternate accounts. Weird. So I, I feel like a good a good New Year's resolution because I can't actually do a New Year's resolution that doesn't involve the internet or l- as little effort as possible is to clean out your followers, clean out the people that you are following, and only follow people that you actually care about, and don't you know? And if and promise yourself, I won't take it personally. People unfollow me, and that allows me to to unfollow people that I did courtesy follows to because it's... I just unfollowed Misha Barton. You know what? Sue me. Sue sue me. Sue me. I just unfollowed Misha Barton. Live your life. Live your fucking life. I just unfollowed someone that was on American Idol. Don't ask. Okay. Yeah, I win... I, I followed like 20 people who were on Bake Off and then I was like, wait, I really only care about five of these people. <laughs> yeah, wait, I don't care wait about all of them. Yeah. I wish there was a way that you could un- you could like view the people that you're following based on how active 
they actually are in like the past 90 days or something that would be nice that would be interesting yeah that would be interesting because then i could like be like okay like i i like your tweets and i've seen them and i appreciate those so i'm not gonna and i remember that so i'm not gonna unfollow you anyways so do, do you have more follow are you following more people on twitter or more people on instagram oh i don't know honey let's take a gander so how many people are you are you following on twitter just so we have a, a let me refresh because it said like 530 but now I think it's that's way too many now it's 481 since like we started talking on the she's, phone today. she's counting down honey she's, she's this is just the first cut there will be others mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm only following 124 people on instagram okay that seems like a more reasonable amount like i feel like my upper limit probably of following people i i want to i want to keep it below 100 i feel like 100 is like my maximum of people that are like actively on twitter well yeah you can only consume so much shit do you right? know what i mean you exactly. just you cannot consume all of all of what 300 people are saying multiple times a day you right know? it's too much you just can't it's you too can't. much it's too much who can expect that from you i know exactly it's just I too know. much uh, like why am i following blizzard entertainment i don't even right. play overwatch anymore yeah like what what are you doing with that i got hate crimed off of that game okay <laughs> i'm done with it honestly right? it's probably for the best it's toxic as fuck so you know yeah oh yeah i'm following a bunch of like hacking forums that i haven't like looked at in 10 years like hello like uh anyways what are to our listeners what are your thoughts on twitter do you follow people left and right do you follow a bunch of people and then just like never open twitter because it's overwhelming do you follow a bunch of people and then mute half of them so you can actually like read through your feed or do you only follow like a select number of people that you actually care about because i feel like people do twitter differently and i want to do twitter differently in 2019 i want to like lower down my following count and actually follow people that i care about not have to mute half of the people because i actually don't care about them don't you feel so bad though like so I'm going through it and it's mm-hmm. really easy to unfollow people who aren't following me but oh, so many okay. of these people like follow me back and I'm like I just it hurts and I'm mm. sorry I'm sorry I think what I'm gonna do is I, I'm for my first pass I'm just gonna go through like bot accounts like like funny bot accounts that like don't ca- I don't care about that I haven't looked at they haven't tweeted in five years that'll be yeah. easy but then when I get to real people with my second and third pass then I'll be having those questions of like oh but they follow me back and oh they were so nice but I haven't talked to them in a year and a half and it's not like yeah. I hate them but they just I just don't care i already have them muted it's not like that i'm listening to them anyway you know that sort of situation but any who's all um it's a it's a conundrum honey honey it's a conundrum a it's conund- the digital world that we live in honey honey the digital dream oh my god i just unfollowed candy coated <laughs> Uh, no, but I see that I follow. I see that I follow us. Hmm. Hmm. Uh. Who's candy coated? I don't know that. Our last trial. David Duchovny, Jillian Anderson. It's like it's like I like something for a week and then I follow everybody around it. Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh, honey, I like, can't imagine down. how many yogurt Twitter accounts like, you follow during your yogurt honey, phase. Yogurt is gogurt. <laughs> That's the model. That's what we say here. Let me tell you a story about how my roommate needed yogurt, and she was like, "But I don't know if I want actual adult yogurt or if I want gogurt." And I was like, "Maggie, <gasps> gogurt." Honestly, probably gogurt. But that shit's like you know, ninety percent like sugar. Gogurt. Oh like... my god, have you ever frozen gogurt? Let me oh, tell you yes, the story it's so right here. Good. Did you know frozen yogurt is yogurt that's frozen? If you go into a frozen yogurt stage, I don't think I can. He- I don't think I can hear it. Let me I don't tell think you. I can deal with it again. Right I can't here, right deal now. with this again, Joseph. I'm, it's I'm... literally yogurt that's frozen. I thought it was ice cream, honey. That's why. Did it's you know ice Froyo. creams made out of milk? <sighs> 
Oh, Jesus Christ. We're going to move on to something that's almost as bad as Joe talking about yogurt, and that's RuPaul's Drag Race season, All-Star season four. Um, Why am episode. I following Raisin Simone? Not Raven. Raisin. Do you remember that? I remember this. this. had to be like six Raisin. years ago. I'm following Raisin them Simone. too. Raisin yeah. Simone. Yeah, you're okay, following. To... She has not tweeted in since 2015. It's 2015. Honey. So much potential, honey. Is this someone that we know that ran this account? No, we just like found it. We thought it was hilarious. We were like, Raisins. Ha ha. That's like Raven Simone. I would not want to be my own Raisin. friend five years ago. Let me tell oh, you. Oh, God, no. What were you saying? Drag Race? Oh, yeah. We should move on to Drag Race so we can complain about it for like 20 minutes. I made no notes this week. That's okay. Because I was um, so upset. <laughs> so so upset. upset. Um, um, what, are your, what are your thoughts? I have the wiki up in case we need to double check something. But um, what, what are your thoughts on episode two, Supergirl Groups Henny? I think uh, Gia did an amazing job making it all about her. Oh, my God. I think Farah handled it surprisingly well. Yeah. Uh, I loved her clapbacks. I mm-hmm. thought she was like, she saw right through it immediately. Mm-hmm. I think that I if was I was Farrah, yeah, me too. And I think if I was Farrah, I wouldn't want to repair that friendship. <laughs> burn that bridge, honey. Just I would burn totally burn on. that bridge. Uh, and all of my feelings about Gia from last week have changed. Now she annoys the shit out of me. Get her out of here with. Did all you the like rest. Gia? Did you? I don't remember what your thoughts were about Gia last week. Well, I week. didn't. I, I. She was one of my like top three, wasn't she? Well, I, I, I really enjoyed her Kabuki like theater. Yeah, thing that she that's did. why. Yeah, yeah. I. Re- but her personality talented. is no. Different. It was it was um unbearable. Mm-hmm. Is what I how I would describe it. However, um, I do have to admit something about this episode. Oh, this yeah. episode. I feel like this episode would have been so fucking boring without Gia there. I honestly, I don't, I don't like Gia. I feel like, like, blah, 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 blah. But I was kind of, I was here for the drama because I'm gay and I like drama. But the thing is, is I was, I I was expecting this from Gia because this is kind of how Gia was during her season. And it's also like, I, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed the drama, but I'm ready for her to go home. That's kind of where I'm at. Like TBH. I just love saying TBH. TBH though. TBH. I don't think anyone there is an (gasps) all-star. Ooh. I don't think any of them are ready for this mm-hmm. for all stars four especially the queens from season 10 mm-hmm. like they they're only they're fresh n- off the boat they're new money honey they mm-hmm. don't know what's going on you know right. and i just i don't like it i don't know why trinity was in the top though i was confused um was she I'm good trying to remem- i re- trying to were remember. any of them good I don't remember anybody's performance. Well, the problem is that I skipped through both performances, so I didn't oh, actually see fine. the performances. I had to skip the lip sync. I couldn't emotionally handle it, so I don't really know. I had to skip the lip syncs because I was like, I don't care about either one of these people lip syncing. Who is who were the top lip syncs? It was Trinity and was it Valentina? Valentina? No, was it Monet? Oh yeah, it was Monet and Valentina. She was like, "This is my first win." Whatever. Mm-hmm. Did lip- Valentina lip sync? No, yeah, Valentina lip synced. Oh okay, but like, but you have to remember that it's the top oh, two that lip syncs. Trinity wasn't in the top. No, Trinity was Trinity wasn't. in the bottom. Um, fuck y'all. I don't know. I don't it was, know. It was Monique and Farah that were in the bottom two. Right. Okay. Trinity won last week. Yeah, I Trinity was the was um a 
what's the word? She was like a team captain this week. Right. And so that's why there were like, there was some. There was I hated every second of every part of this episode. <laughs> the only thing that I hated. I, oh, go on. The only thing that I liked about this episode was Stacey Lane Matthews because I love her. She's from like an older season. She's from like season two or three. Probably season three. I can't oh, remember. Hen, the Henny? Hanny. She was, she mm-hmm. was the OG queen who, who coined the term Henny from Honey. And everyone took off with it. Um, so I enjoyed Stacey Lane Matthews. I hated both the songs. Um, and I really liked, um, who was it? Manila Luzon's runway look. That's about it. That's all I really cared about that entire episode was. I thought Manila Luzon's runway look looked really good. I'm glad it saved her from her, from her, uh, from the bottom two. And I enjoyed Stacey Lane Matthews hanging out. But I feel like there is something to say about season 10 queens. Cause like Joe and I have said this before that like All Stars 4 is, sh- I don't think it should be happening right now. I feel like it's too soon. I feel like there needs to be more season queens on All Stars, but they're doing, you know, they're pumping out the All Stars um, seasons because it's popular and it makes the money. But I feel like it's just so much it's too much right now it's too soon like i'm rolling in my grave a little bit that's kind of how i feel about this season of all stars in general but i I am done with valentina (laughs) my god i have never seen someone so full of themselves except maybe aquaria you know (laughs) and it's just so fucking painful when they were all sitting down and they were gonna like uh plead their cases or whatever and valentina Mm -hmm. was like i just have something to say (laughs) and she's like and it was was it uh monique who said she was like a telenovela and i was like that is so what she is doing right now she is literally making this only about her and it was like nobody gave a shit nobody um i retweeted a tweet today or yesterday and it was someone um saying me deciding who to steal a star from in mario party and it's valentina's like 45 second <laughs> thing about like this is a game like i need to pick figure out who i'm going to choose and like uh, like pedal like this like uh, well, honey just like you don't so know good. she's like you don't know how hard this is until you're in this position and it's like you fucking won <laughs> yeah, shut you the fuck won, up bitch. and do your job you knew what this was coming into it right just get over it get, get over, over it. it send a bitch home goodbye yeah um and i'm i'm sick of her walking into the workroom i'm sick of everything that Valentina <laughs> She's sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of I it. God liked, damn it. I liked Monique mm-hmm. a little bit better this week. You wow. know I don't like We're Monique Hart. Don't you ever do that again. Okay. Because the if second I, you do, I'll if go I, orf. If I ever have to hear about a brown cow or sponges ever again in this season, I'm going to throw my television out the window. Okay. It is. I hate that she recorded all of her uh, confessionals in that awful cow outfit. I know. We're going to have to see that all season until she's eliminated. Uh, we have to deal with that now. Um, But I like that she was like stood up for Farah. I think she was dumb. She fell into that trap though. When yeah. Gio was like, who do you think's the weakest? It's like, duh, don't tell the other team another team made that from another yeah. team i love how everyone everyone kind everyone had the same analogy for gia in this episode was that gia was a, a shit stirrer she was stirring the pot which is ex- a, the perfect analogy for what she was doing this episode gia was starting fucking drama and it was entertaining for sure but it was shitty for her to fucking do but what was what was farah's clap back to her that was like amazing it was something like well she just she saw right through it i think mm-hmm. was the main thing she was like i know exactly what you're doing you're trying to rile me up you're making a storyline about you yeah, was something about like I, I, don't, I don't need to make a storyline in order to get airtime or something like that oh yeah yeah something and i like was that. like bitch so was true good. though it was good yeah mad mad respect for pheromone but she got eliminated by valentina so yeah I and i think she deserved it yeah so agreed. whatever agreed, agreed. 
Um, everyone was like gagging over that lip sync. I thought it was so mediocre at best. Like all the gays online were like, yeah, it's like Valentina gets to have her like her Ariana Grande moment. And I thought both of them were like standing still. I was like, y'all weren't moving. Y'all were, you looked like mannequins the entire time. I thought Valentina did okay with it. I thought she, like she brought out some weird ass dance moves and she made like, she made them look, they were awkward, but she made them look good. I feel like like, Valentina Valentina was moving more than Monet exchange. I think the reason why is because I was probably paying more attention to Monet than I was for Valentina. Yeah. I don't know why. And Monet was not moving. Like, I no. maybe it was the dress that she was in. Maybe, like, it didn't have a lot. But I was like, I was like, I guess for lip sync, I'm just, I expect more from lip syncs just in general. Like, just like overall, I felt like it was a bit underwhelming, in my opinion. But I feel like the Valentina did deserve the win for that lip sync. So, and she sent Farrah home. And that's accurate. So. So who but are I'm your kinda, favorites now? Um, My favorites are... I love that outfit that Manila was wearing. It was, I don't know what it was about it, but I thought it was amazing. I love Manila. Um, was Naomi Smalls in this episode? Because I don't feel like I saw her at all. Like, oh my God, I totally forgot about her. I don't think she got a lick of airtime, which is probably fine because like they cut out even her. Wait, did they cut out literally her recording her verse or whatever? Probably. I don't remember it. Oh my God. I don't either. Wow. Christmas miracle for Joseph. No, no, Naomi Smalls. I just I can't with her either. You know, I can't. I if like, you ask me about anybody, I'll just say I can't. <laughs> I'll just say I can't. I can't. I feel, I feel like the classiest people here right now are Manila, Latrice, even though she's like total middle of the pack right now, not getting a lot of airtime. Yeah. Um, I like Monet. I just hate sponges. Um, I don't really know how I feel about Trinity. She's a little bit abrasive and the rest can go home. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I'm I not invested. I don't care enough. I'm not invested no. enough in this season to like have like, I a like Manila opinion. a lot, but mm-hmm. I don't think she's necessarily ready for this she doesn't yeah. seem like she's on the same level and i love latrice's sense of humor but we'll see and yeah. then we're not getting a lot whatever. from her like she's not no like, it's uh, after uh, the uh, reading challenge point. yeah it hasn't been much yeah i well, feel like we shall see yeah we we shall see what's what's interesting about manila is like when manila was on all stars one and when she was on season three of drag race it was like like the expectations are were way different like five seven years ago and now it's like you like the amount the level of polish that is expected of you in at this time in drag race is incomparable to like when you did season three so i feel like that she just is not bringing it as much as she should and i hope that she realizes that she just she needs to give it her all because the amount that she was giving in season three when she made it to the top two is she needs to go like above and beyond the amount that she was giving then for all stars four in order to like make a difference and like have an impact so right. we'll see we'll see i what wonder if there happens. will be a twist uh, well the thing is is like we haven't we haven't seen anything yet but i'm assuming they're gonna have some god-awful fucking thing at the end like the yeah. voting thing or like the bringing the queens back i don't know there's gonna be something there's gonna be some bullshit but i don't know anyways are you are you rooting for anyone you want someone to win no I, i'd be <laughs> happy if nobody won <laughs> no contest. I, I want Rue at the end to say, this is, that's, I'm over it. It's, you know, we're, we're done. We're say. canceling Drag Race I'm for five years. I can't. It's over. That's, that's my holiday wish. Right. Oh, uh, well, you know, maybe, maybe a Christmas miracle will happen. We'll see. Anyways, that's your Drag Race update. 
And that's <sighs> that on that. Da, and that's da, da. that on that. Joe, what's your cheese of the week? Bum, bum, wow. I do actually have a cheese of the week, but it's pretty basic. I mean, honey, it's cheese of the week. Sometimes you have a fancy cheese. Sometimes you just need something simple, you know? Let me tell you a story. And it's called <sighs> Josephine yeah. used his Instant Pot to Ooh. make the best um, chicken taco bowl shit. Ooh, that sounds good. It was fucking amazing. So I, I made that and then I made, well, I didn't make taco shells. Bought taco shells, put it in that, bought some cheddar cheese for it. But mm-hmm. honey, it was good cheddar cheese. I bought a good cheddar. Five year black <gasps> diamond cheddar cheese. Ooh, how sharp honey, was it? Was it was straight off the wheel, honey. Okay. Ooh. Uh, I got my cheese girl at the Harris Teeter. Okay. Oh, honey. To smuggle me some, you know. I was <laughs> like, give me that cheddar. Cheese. Smuggle me that five-year cheese, honey. Mmm. You know when... um. When certain cheeses age, they get like the crystals in them. Yeah, the, the, it's like a it's like and amino it's acid crystals or something. So it's like fucking good, so good. And Little it's salty like bites. yes, it's like packed full of them. Ooh, and so like you get you you will randomly get one, and it oh my god, it's probably the best cheddar I've ever had in my life. But I got oh it god. for my my uh, burrito taco situation, mm-hmm. and it was good. Oh, now I'm craving Mexican food. Yeah. It was easy. It was like a cup of beans, a cup of rice, two pounds of chicken, some chicken stock, some salsa. I, if you would have told me five years ago that you would be cooking anything ever successfully without burning down the house, I would have said, that's not my Joseph Burt song. That's not the man that I know. But look at her now. shortbread cookies. Look at her now. She's making shortbread cookies. Right? And I made like a chocolate glaze to go on top of them. Honey. Honey. Great British Bake Off is just a little bit away from you. You're almost ready to apply. The tent is quaking, honey. (laughs) Honey, the tent. (laughs) The tent is quaking the god the tent is quaking i uh, uh, unpopular unpopular opinion i hate when gays use the word quaking i think it's the new bussy for me it's like quaking Ooh, oh man. i haven't heard it i thought i was being original no 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 gays use the i feel like it's it's less used i feel oh, like people fuck. just use the word shaking but quaking stop ruining words that i think you, are good stop ruining words gays <sighs> stop ruining words gays and oh everything else i love a good cheese i got some cheese for christmas <laughs> Actually, it was like a it was a cute little present for my uncle. It had like it was like a cheese board with like a good I don't know what kind of cheese it is, but it's supposed to be good. And like an apple and like some crackers and stuff. And I'm like, honey, I'm going to dive into that when I get home. Ooh, girl, that's a good honey food. Any sort of food for me for the holiday season. Just like give me food as a gift and I'll be happy. Okay, for sure. Good situation. Your cheese of the week. Cheddar. It's cheese of the week. Five year old black diamond cheddar. That was called black diamond. Was it really sharp? Was it like a really I'm assuming since it was aged so long, it was probably pretty sharp. It was like good, you know? So into it. (laughs) So into it. I don't know how to I don't know how to describe it. I don't think it was sharp as like it was definitely sharp. It was no Mm -hmm. mild cheddar, but it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like unbearable. Right. Right. The thing is, when people are like, oh, my God, this cheese is like too sharp. I'm like, just use less of it. Like, you don't have to just there's a lot. But just I'm just like, honey, put it in your other hole. There's not as many taste buds down there. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. You'll probably go to the doctor. You'll probably get an infection. Oh, the honey, cheese was too sharp you know how, infection. Oh, honey, you know how I ferment my cheese, honey? Mm-mm. Nope. My cave, honey. That cheese is... <laughs> honey, Joseph Birdsong's cheese cave. 
What it's not does it ferment? What do you call it? Age? Age, yeah. Age. I don't think it really ferments. Is oh honey, right? I've got a wheel down there in my cave right now, honey. Honey, the wheels on the bus go round and round, honey, down there. You know honey. What I mean? honey, inventing the wheel, honey. A wheel of cheese in my asshole, honey. Honey, talk about a wheel of fortune, <laughs> honey. <laughs> I hate us. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh my God. I keep getting a fucking ad on Instagram for Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy for Nintendo Switch. And I'm like, I'm not 70. Quit it. <laughs> You're not 70 yet, Joe, but you could just prepare for later on. Honey, I can't barely prepare a year in advance. Okay. <laughs> let's not let's not uh, get ahead of ourselves and assume I'll make it that far. To be real, I don't think I'd... I don't, I don't know if I would enjoy playing a Jeopardy game, like a, like a video game version of Jeopardy, as much as I enjoy just watching Jeopardy. Like, I, I do like me some Jeopardy. When I'm, like, visiting well, my parents' house, they watch Jeopardy all the time, and I'm like, I'll watch Jeopardy with you guys. But I don't know if I want to play, like, a video version on my Switch. I don't know about that. Well, like, the thing is, when you're watching it, you maybe get, like, two or three right, and you think you're a genius. But yeah. then, like, when you have to actually do it, you're like, holy shit. You're not losing points at home when you get the answer wrong, you know? Right. Or money. Yeah, or money. Okay. I mean, if you want to waste however many dollars on the game, you've lost that money. Ugh, yeah, maybe buy something else, like that Kirby game that Joe paid Wheel too much Fortune, money for. Wheel of Fortune. No, I sent that back. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Though, what's the fucking point? Do you know what I, I don't mean? Under, I don't. I've never watched. Wheel. We are not a Wheel of Fortune family. Mm-hmm. I. It pisses me off. The rules of the game in general piss me off. Because mm-hmm. one person can, can can take control of the entire game. Mm-hmm. Like there are some Wheel of Fortunes where other people don't even get to go. Uh, you know what that is? That's so unfortunate. Is that a, oh my God, because Wheel of Fortune. I'm glad you got it. I was a little bit. I, I was, was on like, the edge well, of my I seat like, there, Joseph. I was like, is this wheel in that word? <laughs> 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 Wait, what? Wait. He is wheeling what? that word. Or, uh... Jesus. Anywho, oh, Joseph. Are we doing favorite things? Oh, yeah, we should do our favorite thing. These are a few of our favorite things. Um, so Ravioli. Joseph... Oh, okay. No, you get to go first this week. I guess I'll go first. I'm eating a shortbread cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe's blood sugar's low. He needs to, like, refresh, you know? I so I'll, some I'll take the reins. Um, I have a couple favorite things. Um, this week. My first favorite thing is that I did some holiday baking for um, Christmas. And sometimes I get the opportunity to bake some stuff. Sometimes I don't. But this year I got an opportunity to make these really, really good. I tweeted about them. Um, they're these really good ginger snap cookies that I, I haven't made for a couple years now. But they're um, Food Wishes, Chef John on YouTube, his recipe. And I like these ginger snaps because they are, they're like, they're spiced. They're warm. They have black pepper, cayenne pepper, and two types of ginger in them. There's um, ground ginger and then crystallized candy ginger that you like cut up into really fine pieces and you put in them. And they're really, really good ginger snaps. They're probably the best ginger snap recipe that I've used. Um, So I made some ginger snap cookies and I like I gave some to my neighbors and I gave some to my cousin and then we we ate the rest and they're very, very good. Big hit. And then I also for Christmas morning um, I follow another food YouTuber called Entertaining with Beth um, and she is like this white mom in the in California who makes these like really bougie um, white mom recipes. And so I she had a recipe for these there. It's like a cross between a quiche and like a like a breakfast bread sort of thing. Um, it's essentially just it's an egg custard and you put some toasted bread on top. So it kind of has like a crispy top. And then it's um, it, the filling has crispy leeks. So like oniony leeks, ham and Gruyere cheese. And then you put them all in 
you put the batter and the bread in muffin tins and you leave it overnight. And then Christmas morning, you like preheat the oven to 350 and you throw them in for like 25 minutes. And then you have these really delicious, cheesy, eggy custard things that are like in bite sized portions because they're in the, the muffin tins. And I had really good success with those. I'd never made them before. And I was like, well, hopefully this will be good for Christmas morning. And it was really nice because you just make it ahead and then you don't have to do anything Christmas morning for breakfast. You just like throw it in the oven and you like start opening your stockings or whatever. And then 25 minutes later, you have breakfast and it's delicious. So I had um, a good, good results with my Christmas baking this year. Because sometimes, wow. you know, sometimes you do Christmas baking and cooking around the holidays and you're trying out a new recipe and it just flops. And this year I had I had good, good, um, good results all around. So I was pretty happy with with the recipes that I chose. And they were hit. My, my dad ate a bunch of like the, the cookies and these egg biscuit things and everyone liked them. And I liked them, too. I thought it was really good. So if honey, you want, if you want to check out. My tent is quaking. Oh, honey, your tent. You're, you're, you are pitching tent. a tent for me right now? My tent is quake. <laughs> uh, nothing like a quaking tent. So if you want to check out these recipes, you can look up um, Chef John Food Wishes um, at foodwishes.com, I think. Look for his ginger snap recipe. Totally recommend. I tweeted about it if you and I linked it so you can just go to my Twitter instead. Um, and then Entertaining with Beth. Look for her like breakfast bites. It's within the past couple months. She had a recipe for them on entertainingwithbeth.com or at her YouTube page. So good cooking recipes. I, I got an Instant Pot cookbook for Christmas for America's Ooh, Test Kitchen. Yes. So I'm going to be, be making some more like Instant Pot recipes. So that'll be good for like the cold winter months. So I'll keep you guys posted with if I find any like brilliant, perfect recipes that are really, really delicious that I want to tweet about. I'll let you guys know if I have good results. So it is a foodie Christmas here in the Ravioli household. And I've been having good success. So those are my favorite things this week. Nice. So what about you, Joseph? What are your favorites? First of all, I wish I could get food to my neighbors, but like half of them, you have to, you always have to ask if people are like, um, what food? Oh yeah. Like what are you, uh, what are you allergic to? Do you have any dietary restrictions? Especially around here, you know, everybody is like vegetarian or vegan. And I'm like, honey, there's enough butter in this to kill the cow that made it. (laughs) So <laughs> it ain't so I guess work. more for me, honey. If you aren't going to eat it, then I will. Yeah. Anyway. How's that sugar cookie? It sounds like it's... Uh, oh, it's, like it's good. Delicious. Sorry, I'm just... Much... First of all, not a sugar cookie, a shortbread cookie. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Sorry. Major difference. Um, My favorite thing this week. So me and Justin just bought a joint piece of furniture. <gasps> oh my God, it's getting serious. I know. Well, and also it's the first like nice piece of furniture I've ever purchased. Ooh, what is it? Like we were, we were looking for a coffee table, but we also need more seating in our living room. And I was like, well, let's get an ottoman. It has storage on the inside. It's a bench for when people need to come over and we can put coffee table trays on it. And it's a coffee table. Mm-hmm. So we were shopping for one and I was like, let's get this one. And you know, it's like a $20 like stick of wood with like two legs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's what I'm used to buying. Like all yeah, my friends from crap. Ikea. Yeah. Or Ikea, eBay. It's just shit. I buy shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Cause I've just been broke forever, you know? Exactly. And Justin was like, well, like he always, his saying is buy something quality and it lasts a lot longer. And True. honey, it's the, it is so true because I was using my flower jar as a hammer this weekend and it broke in <laughs> oh my half. God. <laughs> it broke in half. Glass everywhere. It's almost okay. like you shouldn't, it's almost like, like, like that's not what it's made for. It's almost like you right? shouldn't be using that as a hammer. Like, it didn't say not it, to. So, well, that's the truth. Part mm-hmm. of it's like, you know, it was a dollar at TJ Maxx. And then the other part of it was flower jars at TJ Maxx. 
Oh my god! Well, Mar- I got it. Marshalls, same thing. Oh, right? okay. Um, yeah, honey, go to the home goods section at your TJ Maxx or Marshalls. There is so much cooking shit. I got our loaf pan there. Honestly, that's actually probably a good tip. Yeah. Um, but don't get you know cheap glass items there, and use them as for pounding nails into wood. As a hammer. Well, not as like a hammer that way, but I I was crushing up candy canes. To oh. sprinkle on some something else. I just imagine you like um, crushing up drugs with that and like selling it. No. And then I can't like can't get the drugs from the flower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just start snorting flour. <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, any hoozles, Justin was like, let's keep looking for something that's not garbage. Yeah, Justin's and like, can we please not buy garbage, please? We came across this one on Overstock and mm. uh, it arrived here, I guess, a couple days before Christmas, but I had to leave it in the lobby because it was. 60 pounds. Oh, wow. And that's I'm, as much as you weigh. That's literally as much as I weigh. So I couldn't get it up the four stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, so we put it together yesterday and it's like fucking amazing. It's oh like a God. gorgeous piece of furniture. I'm like really proud of it. Look at you. Um, th- I we feel like that's seating. when you know you're like an adult. It's like, I'll know that I've like made it when I buy a really nice piece of furniture on my own. And I'm like, I, this isn't crap. Like I bought quality and I could, I could afford yeah. this. I could do this. Like I want to, like usually when I've moved somewhere, I literally throw all my furniture in the trash well, or, you know, donate like, you, it or sell it have, on Craigslist. Yeah. W- when you have stuff from Ikea or you have stuff that you just like bought on Craigslist secondhand and you're like, I'm moving. Like, this doesn't mean anything to me. I didn't spend much money on this. So like, then it doesn't matter if I throw it out or give it away. Exactly. But like, this is one of those things where I'm like, we are taking this with us for the next 20 years. Oh my God, she's invested. I know. It's like it. Oh my God. I'm so proud of you though. Uh, Thank you. I aspire to be that bitch one day. Buying expensive furniture that actually lasts. What well, is that I like? wouldn't say like expensive. We didn't get like a thousand dollar ottoman or anything. But, but I mean, comparing to comparing it to like the yeah. you know, ottoman at Walmart that's twenty nine ninety five. Right, right. I'm yeah. so proud of you. Oh my god, she's moving Thank up you. in the world. Uh, look at us. Uh, look at you up. in the ottoman empire. Amazing. Oh my god, are we is doing our favorite things of twenty eighteen? Oh yeah, should we do favorite things of twenty eighteen? I don't have it. I don't have a list, but we could talk about it. Oh, I mean, like next week. Oh yeah, well yeah, okay. So I guess next I'm week not, I don't have four minutes to say everything I hated about 2018. I feel like that's going to be our next uh, instead of our favorite things of 2018, we could just talk about everything we hated about 2018. <laughs> Mine'll just least be a list. Thing. I'll just read off the entire list of All Stars, the drag queens on All Stars for. Oh my god, how the amount of drag race that was in 2018 was far too much. Maybe we should look forward instead of backwards next week. But then I don't have anything to complain about. We'll talk about our favorite things that we hope happen. Like, I hope Britney comes out with an album in 2019 that's not garbage. That's not Britney Jean. That's not Britney Jean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I I hope for impeachment. I hope for the government to open back up. You know, little things. Things that Santa couldn't get me this year, but I'll ask for them next year. You know? Oh, honey. We're all hoping and praying. Honey, we are hoping and praying. Yeah, so I guess this is our last. This is our last episode for 2018. Um, we will be back next week, right? Because it, yeah, it'll be after yes. New Year. It'll be like it'll be January second or third. It will be. Um, everybody have a really safe New Year. Mm-hmm. Drive safely. Please don't drink run over children. Don't you know? Take too many drugs. Call an Uber. Okay, <laughs> just call an Uber. Call an don't Uber. Drive. Call, call a Lyft, honey. Is what yeah, you call Lyft. Make sure that the temperature's right though, so Joe doesn't have an anxiety attack. Oh my God. Yeah, don't be afraid to ask him to roll if you can roll the window down. (laughs) I just imagine you, like, the temperature isn't right, and you're just like, bye, 
that, and you just stop, drop, and roll right no, out of the vehicle. because I'm socially stunted, and I can't express my emotions to a stranger, so I sit there, and I die, and I feel like I'm going to throw up, and I hold one of Piggy's poop bags in my hand in case I do have to throw up, and I just perish for about 20 minutes. Yes, stunty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't know what it is. I can't ask an Uber driver to change the temperature. I feel like you're afraid that they're going to, like, drive you off a cliff or, like, kidnap you or something. I don't know. Like, the worst they could say is no. And then I'm <laughs> right, like, right. Well, you're not going to fucking tip, bitch. You know? Uh, talking know. to people, it's such such work, you know? I know. Anywho's. Anywho. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you so much. We do. Uh, once again, have a happy new year. We'll be back next week with a regular episode. And then um, also next week, we'll have a bonus episode episode for you guys for the patreon patrons yep that sounds good bye guys happy new year bye guys thanks for listening to the show subscribe to us on itunes or via soundcloud at the you can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our patreon patreon.com slash the show sam and joe patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips music downloads handwritten letters from sam and me or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments, or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Alex S, Allison B, Brian H, Carolyn A, Darren C, Fabian P, Feliciano D, Julian S, Justin, Kevin V, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Marianne J, Max S, Megan N, Michael C, Mike B, Nicholas M, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rebecca D, Scott A, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.